and welcome to another episode of Magic to My Ears. I'm Abby Filsinger, and this is the podcast for everything and anything Disney. For those of you who have been following the podcast since the beginning, you know that I normally have my co-host Colleen Cullen. Unfortunately, she is going to be taking a step back, so it will be mostly me interviewing other people about anything Disney Um, movies, TV, musicals, anything like that. But she'll be here um, now and again for a little guest appearance. So that's the situation, but um, I hope you still enjoy the podcast. Uh, Today's another solo show, but I'm hoping to get a guest on next uh, segment. So today's topic is another spooky one. I am aware that Halloween ended yesterday, but I thought, why not keep it going just for another day or so? Um, Today we'll be talking about Haunted Disneyland. Ooh, spooky. So these are just ghost stories that I've found in books, online. Um, That's it. (laughs) Um, There are some testimonies from cast members, not that I have collected, but that I have found in books or, again, online. So I hope you all enjoy it. If if you get a little spooked, uh, there's a couple of them that are fun, but there's a couple of them that are a little creepy. So if you want to keep Disneyland pure, as I normally do... Um, you might want to skip this episode. But if not, I hope you enjoy these spooky stories from around the Magic Kingdom. Alright, so let's get started with some of these spooky stories. I think we should start off in the main area of Disneyland, Main Street. So there's actually one particular building we're going to be talking about, which is the Firehouse. Um, Most of you probably are aware that there's this big firehouse right when you enter the park. And there's a little window right above where you see the fire engine. And that was actually Walt Disney's apartment. This was used so he could get some work done while he was, so he could still visit the park and his family could stay there if they wanted to. Just a way for them to get away from the park itself but still be involved. And if you notice, there's actually a little candle always lit right in the window. Day or night, it's always there. It's always on. They never put it out. I believe it's an electric candle now, but no matter what, they never put it out. They never unplug it. It's always on. And there's some spooky stories revolving around this candle. So since Walt has passed on, there have been several stories of cast members going up there and cleaning. And, you know, there's the typical story of hearing footsteps, hearing voices, whispering, um, there's a story that a cast member has told that she was in the the engine area, the garage area, if you will, of the firehouse, and she heard just big pounding footsteps like someone was upstairs. So, of course, she goes up there to, you know, see who's up there, make sure it's not just a, a guest to the park, just kind of meandering around. She goes up, and there's nobody there. <laughs> there's absolutely nobody to be found. And these were substantial footprints, she said. They, these were very big, stomping you know, like a like a bigger person was up there, not something that you could mistake for like a creaking of the building. So those are some of the little tinier, spookier stories. But one of the main ones is when they first started doing this tradition of keeping this candle lit, um, a janitor went up there and was cleaning, vacuuming, um, you know, sweeping, and he turned all the lights out, including the candle, you know, like you would do, turn all the lights off, why not turn that little one off as well? So he goes back down, and he's about to exit the park, and he sees that the candle is back on. So, he, you know, of course you think, I thought I'd turn that off, but I guess I didn't. So he goes back up and unplugs it again. He goes back downstairs once again, 
looks up. The candle is lit again. At this point, he's more annoyed. He's thinking, am I just losing it? Have I just completely forgotten to put this darn candle out? He goes up. He goes to unplug it again. And now, again, I don't know how credible this is, but he claims to have heard a voice saying, I'm still here. Needless to say, he ran out of the building as fast as he could and left that light on. <laughs> Didn't want to mess with it anymore. So a lot of people have taken to obviously thinking that this is the ghost of Walt Disney saying, you know, don't take out my legacy. I'm still here. I'm still watching. So they have kept this tradition going where they never unplug the candle. Ever, ever, ever. Even if there's nobody in the park, they just leave it on. So that, I thought that was kind of a cool little story. It's a little spooky, but it's more... It's really more sweet than anything. It's more Walt saying, please, you know, I'm still here. I still want to, you know, look after everything. Um, so just keep that lit for me. Why don't we meander over to actual Main Street itself? So there is actually a legend that Main Street is haunted by who the cast members have been calling the Lady in White. Uh, she's said to be wearing, of course, a white dress, uh, but turn of the century clothing. So, you know, probably more lace, not something you'd see in this day and age. You couldn't really mistake her for a guest. She's like, they know right away, like, that's not a guest in this park. Um, and she supposedly died in 1900 on the land where um, Main Street was was broken ground on. Um, and she's, she's said to stroll around Main Street at night, um, but also been known to uh, guide lost children to the Disneyland uh, Baby Care Center. And they said that she kind of meanders around almost like window shopping. So she's she seems pretty nice. She doesn't seem like somebody we should be worried about. But, you know, somebody to look out for next time you're on Main Street. Uh, again, that's more of a, you know, a lighthearted one. Not as, um, as creepy, you know, not as something that you need to worry about. And again, I don't know how many of you believe in ghosts. These might just be fun stories for you. Uh, but those of you who do believe, just some things to look out for. Um, let's see, I believe that's all for Main Street. Um, oh, well, there's one little tiny thing. People say they see orbs on Main Street, which is a typical thing that people say they see in, like, haunted areas. Um, those I really, I don't give any credit to. It's probably just dust. I mean, unless they're seeing them with their eyes, and that's a little, you know, different. But if you're taking pictures, it's just dust. Again, just one woman's opinion. <laughs> But again, if they're seeing it with their with their eyes, that's a little more, you know, startling. Um, I believe that is it for Main Street. Well, there's, okay, there's um, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. It's kind of, it's on Main Street. Yeah, that counts. Um, so the Lincoln animatronic has been known to actually put on impromptu shows for the janitorial crew at night. And of course, you would just think, oh, they left it on, you know whatever and of course the spookiness of it is oh it's unplugged it <laughs> shouldn't be working and he's been actually caught saying the wrong lines during shows things that he's not programmed to say this is similar to the haunted mansion episode where i talked about the the parrot that used to be on display in the um little foyer before you get to great moments with mr lincoln uh there used to be this parrot there just to recap that would say that was from the 60s or so that used to hang over Adventureland saying hi to the guests and just kind of entertaining people but he's been way out of business he does not supposed to work anymore he's very broken and so cast members have 
heard him talking to guests and guests of course find it entertaining and then they're kind of like mm, that's unsettling <laughs> that's not okay you shouldn't be working because uh, he's not plugged into anything and again he is very very broken because he's he's an older animatronic that hasn't been worked on hasn't been refurbished so lots of animatronics going wrong <laughs> um all right let us take a little walk towards Adventureland, shall we so Pirates of the Caribbean. There are a few legends around this. One that I mentioned in the last episode of a little boy. Um, I did find out that he is known as the crying boy. Um, he's seen on both the Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean because supposedly his mother threw his ashes, spread his ashes rather, on both rides because she knows that he loved these rides. And he's been seen on security cameras sitting alone on the doom buggies or on the pirate ships or in the case of the haunted mansion has been seen at the exit so he's been seen in multiple places those are the two main rides um i think pirates of the caribbean is mostly seeing him in the security cameras um when the guards are looking through the tower i don't think many guests have seen him personally on the ride um but besides him there's a few other ones here um there have also been reports of Walt Disney and a couple of other ghosts that have been seen in the um, Disney gallery above Pirates of the Caribbean. And um, fun fact, that gallery was actually also meant to be Walt's apartment because it was a little bigger uh, than his one above the firehouse. So that, that could explain why his ghost is there as well. And people have just seen him kind of, you know, a shadow just kind of dart from one end to the other and just kind of disappear. Um, again, could be a trick of the light. None of these have substantial evidence. It's kind of hard to do with ghost stories. Um, but going back down actually into pirates, there, um, I don't know how many of you have heard the legends of the fact that some of the skulls, again, I don't know how credible this is. I read this in a fan-based book, but it's been tossed around for years that the the, the skulls that are used on for, for the... The skull on the headboard, the skull in the bed, the skull in the treasure room were used to be real skulls from UCLA. Like, it's a little, when I first heard it, they made it sound like they were like, they dug up graves and just put dead people in there. But it was the, they had said that they were donated by UCLA. Again, I don't know why UCLA would do that. So I don't really know if, how much I believe in it, but it's kind of a kooky story. And again, in the story though, they did replace those skulls because the rumors were flying again don't know how real this is but originally it was said that imagineers thought that the fake skulls and fake bones they put in there looked too fake and too proppy so they wanted to get more realistic ones that's when they went to actual real dead people um and legend has it that the skull above on the headboard that's in the bedroom with the skull you know looking at the magnifying or the mirror rather in his bedroom with the dead pair and the piano that's supposed to be an imagineer who wanted to be um preserved in parts of the caribbean <laughs> again more of a spooky story i don't i don't really think disney would ever allow that but it's fun you know it's just a fun little story not as uh horrifying as the other ones <laughs> Um, let's see, I think that's the only thing from Pirates. So I got a lot of notes here kind of just floating around. Um, yeah, I believe that's all from Pirates of the Caribbean. So let's head over to 
Haunted Mansion. Just I know I, I went over some of these in the last podcast, but for those of you who didn't listen to the other one or just kind of want to hear them again, here's a little recap. Um, there's, again, The Crying Boy, and there's... There were a few other ones. Um, there's there was supposed there was supposedly an Imagineer who the first while they were still building it, he was in the séance room and he kept hearing like music, not like not music you'd hear on the radio, and like there was no DJ speaking, there were no commercials. It just sounded like rhythmic drumming, trumpets, like old fashioned music. So he just assumed somebody left the radio on. So you know they he goes around and says, hey, who left their radio on in here? I you know I want to get this out and everybody's like we don't have any music playing like what are you talking about so he goes in thinking somebody's pulling a prank you know they hammer up the wall and there's literally nothing there (laughs) they still they could not find it so he said you know what i'm just hearing it i'm just gonna put a speaker in there so that's how the legend goes that in the seance room there is a spot on the wall that apparently continuously plays music that nobody can find so they covered it over with a speaker for the seance room probably playing the music and leota's voice so again that's more of a fun one i don't really know how much you know there's really no story about what the ghost could be i'm using air quotes here you can't see me but (laughs) um it's more that it's kind of bizarre if it is a real thing it's kind of like um (laughs) where's this music coming from because it's not like somebody could it's not like nowadays where you'd leave a Bose speaker in there, you know, to, 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 you know, throw somebody off. This is like somebody would have to have a huge radio in there and they couldn't find anything as the legend goes. Um, let's see. I think that's actually all. Um, oh, well, there's a legend that the spell book that Madame Leota is reciting from was a real spell book don't really know what that means (laughs) it could be people are attributing that to why the haunted mansion is haunted um just kind of more of a spooky fact you know um i think that's all that i have for the haunted mansion besides the other stuff i mentioned last time with the the teenager who um fell who supposedly fell through the um the little center divider that goes through the seance room to get to leota's island and he's, he's said to be seen, like, walking around the seance room or getting in cars. Um, but I believe that's it for that. Um, so let's go to, I mean, I'm realizing now that I'm going backwards, but let's go to the Jungle Cruise, head back over there. Um, there's only said to be one spirit on the Jungle Cruise. Um, people have claimed to see in this one little jungle parts it didn't have a specific location it was it just said jungle in quotations so in one of the very i don't know plant populated areas there supposedly has been seen there has been a man seen wearing a white shirt rolled up the sleeves rolled up all the way to the elbows like looking like he's gardening like he's working with a white hat and when people look over again he's gone and Originally, when I heard this, I thought, well, maybe he was just a gardener that just wandered off when you look back. But people said that he wasn't in a cast member uniform. He was too um, too casual to be working at Disneyland. He didn't look like he was working there. He looked like just a regular guy gardening. So it was more the fact that he didn't look like somebody that Wall would have had working there. Or, that, or rather, the Disney company would have working there. So they attributed that to him being a ghost from maybe he worked there um, in the early days of Disney because the the wardrobe was a little off even though it looked casual uh, quotation mark a little you know finger quotation marks I'm doing right now it was 
it wasn't casual for today. It just looked kind of like he had a nice iron shirt on that rolled up, something you'd see like in an old movie, and people say he just disappears. So there's a lot of speculation about that. Who could this guy be? Nobody knows. <laughs> just more of a fun story. Um, let's head over to the Rivers of America. There is surprisingly a story about that. Uh, two boys apparently hid on Tom Sawyer's Island. Uh, that's now Pirate's Lair. And uh, until the park closed because they wanted to be there alone. And they realized that they were stuck on the island. They couldn't get by. So they decided to swim across. And apparently the older one drowned. So people, cast members have claimed that um, they see splashing in the water after the park closes. I've heard a, diff a couple of conflicting stories with this. Some, I've heard some people say that the Rivers of America isn't deep enough for anybody to swim across, so there'd be really no way for them to drown. Um, again, I don't exactly know how deep Rivers of America is. I'm going to try and talk about that in another podcast. I want to do some more research on that. But just for the purposes of this one, it was which is more spooky, spooky stories. Um, I don't know the exact depth, but I have heard people claim that it's not deep enough to even, like, people say it comes up to like your knees so if these are older kids you know even in like 10 year olds they would be able to swim across no problem i don't even know if they could swim across it looks like they could walk across so again more of a spooky story um but another fun fact again i'm not sure if it's credible but i have heard that cast members have buried their pets on what is now pirate's lair um near fort wilderness well it used to be fort wilderness <laughs> um but again I have not talked to any cast members. I don't know how credible it is. It's more of something that's kind of like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> so people have claimed to see ghost cats and dogs and all that kooky stuff. I believe that's it for Adventureland, though. Let's see. We did Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion. Um, oh, well, technically the Dream Suite is um, part of Adventureland. Uh Guests and cast members alike have said they see a tall, thin man dressed in blue walking across the suite's outdoor courtyard and then vanishes once he reaches the other end. And nobody knows who this could be. I originally thought, well, maybe it's supposed to be Walt Disney again. I mean, who better to haunt Disneyland than the man himself? That's where I'd be. <laughs> I plan on haunting Disneyland. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. But nobody knows who this guy is. Just another kind of random ghost. Um, it looks like I actually have a few other little tiny notes here. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, another one. People claim to see bloodstains that appear and disappear on the clothes of the animatronic pirates. Uh, some people have chalked this up to being, um, what was it? Was air conditioner fluid or something that leaks on their clothes, but then people are like, well, then how does it disappear? I'm thinking maybe it dried. <laughs> Again, I normally love this kind of stuff. I am normally very much like, ooh, I believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits. But some of this stuff is very much more fun. It's much more thinking, ooh, you see it. You know, you think for a second, ooh, that's creepy. But a lot of this stuff can be easily explained. Um, but the, I will say the Haunted Mansion ones are a little more disconcerting. Um, the Another animatronic one, actually, that I forgot to mention, uh, Little Leota. I think I mentioned her in my last podcast. She is the character at the end who goes, hurry back. She's the little tiny, people call her little Leota because she looks kind of like a smaller version of Madame Leota with, you know, a full torso. Um, people, cast members have claimed that she has said their names 
while she's passing her, while they're passing her, or have said things that, she, again, she's not programmed to do. Those are a little more unsettling for me, <laughs> because um, Robot Apocalypse, <laughs> not looking forward to it, so those are a little bit more unsettling. Um, again, don't know how much credibility there is in these. They're more fun. And uh, let's see, heading, I guess, yeah, a little bit back into Rivers of America, um, the Columbia has also been said to be haunted. Cast members have claimed to have felt hands touch their shoulders, uh, sometimes lightly tapping and other times grabbing a hold with a firm grip. And this happens in the exhibit underneath the ship. I don't know how many of you have actually gotten the chance to go on the Columbia. I've only been maybe twice. And I've been going to Disneyland since I was like two. Um, so the next time you go, it actually is really cool. There's a little, if you go down the stairs, you actually can go under the ship. And there's this little almost, it looks like a captain's quarters. You can't go all the way in, but you can look through this little door. And it's a cool little setup. And you can actually, if you're watching the Columbia Sailway, you can see a little bit of it. There's a little hanging lantern in there that kind of swings back and forth. Um, it is creepy down there. I will say I did get a little unsettled. Probably because I had just read this book that um, I found some of this information from. Um, and I just read it on the way there, stupidly. And so when I went down there, I'm just looking for this ghost. Um, but it is really cool. So if you get the chance, if you have some downtime, um, if you're pass holders, like like I used to be, <laughs> um, I would take the chance to go because it is, it is a cool experience. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see here. I think that's all for Adventureland and, you know, Critter Country didn't really have anything. Um, Indiana Jones surprisingly is not haunted, which is surprising, um, as I said. Um, yeah, so, you know, this is a great time. Let me take, let's take a little break and hear from our sponsors. I promise it'll be really quick and painless. All right, welcome back. Why don't we head over to... Actually, let's go all the way over to Tomorrowland, and we're gonna go to Space Mountain. So there's just uh, there's just a few stories about Space Mountain. These I've actually heard of multiple times. Um, these I tend to believe in a little bit more. They sound a little bit more realistic. I guess I don't know if realistic is the right word to use when talking about ghost stories, but anyway, uh, Space Mountain is said to be haunted by a ghost the cast members have taken to calling Disco Debbie. Tried to find out where the disco part came from. Can't really find it. I think it might be because apparently she's kind of like this glowing green ghost. That might have been where it came from. Uh, Debbie is said to have been a cast member who died of an aneurysm behind the Space Mountain building. Uh, and she has been seen like floating around inside the ride, I guess. Not so much sitting next to people, but more just kind of hanging out. Um, there are a couple of videos that I tried to look at, but I didn't really see much again it was during the video that i did find was shot during ghost galaxy so that's a little hard to <laughs> see what's supposed to be a ghost and what's supposed to be the you know the actual ride um i was looking around and i'm like i'm pretty sure that's just the the ghost planet that's supposed to show up but i don't know you guys can see for yourselves and get back to me i couldn't find anything but i did be interested to hear if you guys see anything um, there's also been reports of a red-haired gentleman who usually takes a seat by a single rider, and when the ride ends, he has disappeared and is known as Mr. One-Way. Kind of like that name, kind of to the point. Uh, so that one, you know, watch out. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he does anything to you. I think he's a perfectly fine gentleman, but uh, if you don't like the ghosties, I'd, uh, I'd, think about twi I'd think twice about going single rider. 
Um, maybe he just clearly just loves the ride. I mean, who doesn't? It's a great ride. Um, and he's also been seen in the cast member's locker room. Uh, that one was a little bit unsettling to me. Um, kind of like a peeping Tom ghost, not exactly what you want to hear from the other side. And, um, he is said to be the ghost of a man who died on the ride in the 1970s. Um, again, don't really know a lot about him. That's all I could really find. I don't really know how you would get information about that unless you really had hard-hitting facts about when he died, if he died there, blah, 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 all that information. But, um, those are kind of, you know, they're, they're creepier because they're more, they sound more like a true ghost story. You know, ooh, he appears and then disappears or, you know, he follows you home, kind of like the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> And let's see here. What's the next one up? That's really the, all there is in Tomorrowland. I couldn't find a whole lot. Uh, it was more about just the book I was reading, which is, it's a really good book. Um, but it was more talking about the, you know, unsettling factors of some of the rides, but not a lot of ghost stories to be had about Tomorrowland. So let's actually head on over to Matterhorn. So Matterhorn is said to be home to a one ghost lady. Um, they call her Dolly. And the story goes that Dolly unbuckled herself to assist a child sitting alone in front of her when the coaster went down one of the drops or dips. And she was flung from the ride and unfortunately was hit by another uh, bobsled and killed and many cast members have reported having the feeling or being having the feeling of being watched near what they started calling dolly's dip which is where she uh, unfortunately died uh while walking the tracks of the matterhorn after dark i did read that the cast members after dark they have to walk the tracks to see if they have any lost and found items that was kind of a cool little uh little fact about that and a lot of one cast member actually um i don't know the name of the gentleman but he or lady they were writing a blog about it and they said that they would always try and get other people to take their shifts because they felt very uncomfortable walking it at night and they said this one area of the ride you feel they felt kind of just like colder hands on their shoulders or they just felt cold and he actually mentioned that there's this one area of the ride where there's this one light bulb that's right on debbie's dip that will not work they have changed the light bulb multiple times and it works for two seconds and then goes out and it could be a brand new battery or br br brand new bulb rather <laughs> and so that's a that's a little creepy that's a little unsettling <laughs> um that is all there is on the matterhorn which is quite if it is true it's quite sad that's a really sad story um that's you know there there is one legend about i didn't i wasn't going to mention it because it's not there anymore technically the building's still there but it's not the same ride uh, where Innoventions it, um, was, which is now the Star Wars launch bay, which has, you know, you can meet Rey, Chewie, Darth Vader, Kylo Ren. It used to be, before it was Innoventions, it was um, the Carousel of Progress, which hasn't been there since, oh god, since the park opened. It closed pretty quickly. They have it now in uh, uh, the Magic Kingdom of, well, Disney World. <laughs> Couldn't think of it but it closed down because this one i'm pretty sure is actually a real story they had to close it down because a cast member who was um one of their first shifts on this ride um so the, the thing with the carousel of progress was it did it did move it was a carousel it um it had the same kind of revolving motor that that a carousel does and she you know she was standing by the wall 
to you know watch the show and just make sure you know the guests are staying seated and she got too close and she was crushed in between the mechanism so cast members have claimed that this was more when it was interventions i believe because they shut it down pretty quickly after that um there haven't been any stories about the launch bay but again this book was written before the launch bay came about but anyway um the author did say that cast members have said to them that they would hear somebody saying careful when they would stand by the walls or they would have like they would feel hands like kind of moving them away so that's more of a sweet i mean it's sad i feel really bad for that cast member who unfortunately died but it's it's more of a uh, benevolent is that right <laughs> benevolent there we go benevolent spirit uh trying to help out fellow cast members so that's the that's another kind of one in tomorrowland but autopia um uh astro blasters nothing going on there so we're gonna take a little stroll over to it's a small world i don't know about you guys but i do love that ride but i would not want to be in there at night i have had to i have been stuck in that ride god four times and every time we we just want to get off so bad because it's not even it's not even the the little the little kids that are creepy it's just the song over and over and over and over again i remember it was me my brother jack my mom and then our friend orion we were all in the boat and we got stuck there for like 10 minutes and at the end of it orion's looking at me and like bobbing her head back and forth and she goes i can't get that freaking song on my head please help me <laughs> was hysterical because you know everybody makes that joke that it's such it's such a catchy song <laughs> but Anyway, overall creepy feeling, I'm sure, if you're there at night. And cast the cast members agree. And they say that the little figures turn themselves on or have kept singing after the park was closed and after the ride was closed down. So that's not super great. Um, again, robot apocalypse. It's coming. It's okay. <laughs> um, and let's see. Uh, they have reported lights turning on and off by themselves. Um, as well as the little puppets moving around on their own. So don't like any of that. Not a fan. I'm kind of sorry that I read that because <laughs> it really did freak me out. Something about little puppets or dolls or anything like that. I'm not okay with it. <laughs> moving around at night. They're cute when they're dancing and when they're actually supposed to be working. But I'm sure if they turn themselves on, a little bit unsettling. Not something you want to see. Um, fortunately, <laughs> that is the only story I know about it's a small world. I probably won't be going looking for more because that was unsettling enough to me. And let's see, I think there's just one other area in Disneyland that is said to be haunted, which is we're going back to the start of the park, uh, the train station. So fun fact about Walt, uh, which I mentioned actually in my first episode of the man and the, the man behind the mouse is that he loved trains. He had a huge model train set up in his backyard and he he would go and just play with it all day long. He'd set it up. He would take his grandkids around, take his kids around. He was a big fan of the trains, model trains, real trains, any kind of train you can imagine. So he, of course, built this big train around Disneyland, like you would. And so cast members have claimed to have seen a dark, shadowy, almost almost like a silhouette figure on the platform stepping into the train station and then... And then disappearing and usually it's in the early morning hours before the park is opened so of course i would i would assume as well that it was walt disney just kind of checking in on everybody um you know why not go to the place that he loved 
you know, the train station, they, you know, they say that they just, it's kind of on a, it's not a regular basis, I would say, but they say it's, you know, he just kind of hangs out, doesn't really do much, just kind of little shadowy mist. Uh, that's it for Disneyland, but I did actually, interestingly enough, find out just a little bit about California Adventure. So, I don't know how many of you have gotten the chance to see a show at the Hyperion Theater, which is in Hollywood Land, which is soon to be Marvel. I can't remember the name of it. They just released it. I can't remember the name of it. It's going to be that Marvel training center. Um, but anyway, so the Hyperion Theater, which is where they used to show Aladdin, which they now show Frozen, uh, apparently there's a mystery man in a tuxedo that has been seen wandering around the theater. And people have attributed this to being that there is a real Hyperion Theater and maybe this ghost is confused and thinks that this is the real Hyperion Theater. I think that's a little insulting to the ghost, insulting the intelligence. It's a beautiful theater, it is, but I think it would take a lot to, um, number one, the location. It's not in downtown, any stretch of the imagination. But anyway, just a little tiny one ghost that some cast members have claimed to have seen. I don't know if any, I don't think any guests have seen him. Um, most of the stuff, of course, takes place at night or early in the morning or at least when the park is closed. Um, not a lot of it happens during the day. And let's see, of course, so I would highly recommend that if, if you are not spooked easily, which I actually normally am, but I found it so cool, you need to go online and look up Tower of Terror Ghost. It is such a cool video because I honestly can't explain it. I still, no matter how much I like to believe in this stuff, I still try to look for as much logic as I can. It makes me feel better. <laughs> and it's just, you know, more fun to think about. There is a video of one of, of the ride testers sitting there alone. Obviously, he has a clipboard and his hat on. And, you know, you just see him kind of like watching. There's no sound, I don't believe. Like, at least it didn't work on mine. And you're just kind of sitting there. You can see him like, you know, being hopped up and down from the ride motion. And it's really quick. You have to really pay attention there two ghosts that you see there's one behind him that you see and then there's one like two rows down like two seats down from him in the same row and it's when i believe you see a flash so i'm trying to think of what part that would be in the tower of terror obviously before it became guardians of the galaxy um you just see kind of a flash and they all they both they don't happen at the same time you see a flash and the one behind him kind of appears you just see it kind of just looks like an exact silhouette of a person you almost can see a little face like a smiling face and then there's one that happens like a couple seconds later that's two seats down from him and that one again is like a little face you can see where all the features are it's a little weird just because normally when you see like ghost videos they're not that exact you just see like mist or you see orbs or you see like a head or like an arm this, these were like full full body like not even apparition this was like it looked like somebody put it looks like somebody was just sitting there and somebody put flour and just like sprayed it in their face and it just caught their their image it's it's really cool looking so i would look at that certainly um there was no explanation to who these people would be maybe they're just ghosts who enjoy uh thriller rides why not <laughs> You have your whole afterlife ahead of you. Why not head to Disneyland? Um, there are a few other videos you can check out as well that I would recommend. If Again, if you're not spooked easily and you like this kind of stuff. Um, there's a really interesting video. Again, it's kind of hard to, to tell because it almost could look like a trick of the light. But there is a video that looks like a, that was a security guard who took a video of the video feed. 
and you see it's the haunted mansion and you see this little like light kind of like shoot across and then you see this like figure it almost looks almost looks like when you're walking along a river or a or the ocean or any kind of reflective water that you see just kind of like a little motion next to you in the water it kind of looked like that and then it walks through the fence not obviously opening the fence not opening the gate but walking through the gate just kind of strolls around disney and it's really interesting because you can't exactly tell what it is. You can't discredit it, but you also can't credit it. So those are really cool videos to look at. And one that I'd be interested to hear your opinion of is there's one more that's by the Snow White Wishing Well. And it's really hard to see. They slow it down for you, but it's really difficult to see. Um, there's people getting pictures taken with the Evil Queen and, and um, Cruella de Vil. And they kind of pan up to the Snow White statue at the top. And then they pan back down to the pictures of the kids. And you, if you know where you're looking, you kind of see this person sitting there. But again, it looks like, it, it looks like a, just a little, like, sh not even a shadow. It looks like a reflection. And then they kind of pan it back up for you again. And they kind of circle it and show you where it is. And it almost looks like Walt Disney. Again, it might be reading too much into it. I might be going like, oh, look, there's his mustache. <laughs> you know, I don't really know how much you can really see on a ghost but it is really cool looking and I would just highly recommend it. They, these are, again, they're more fun. You don't have to believe it. It's, it's just more fun. But I think that's all of the spooky stories that I have. Again, didn't want to delve too deep because I didn't want to disturb myself or, um, you know, ruin Disney for me. So <laughs> that, I believe, I'm just going over my notes again. That's it. Um, I do have a fun quote from uh, from the book that I was reading. We'll take care of the outside and the ghosts will take care of the inside. And that is actually a quote from Walt Disney when he was first making the Haunted Mansion. So I thought that was very appropriate for this podcast. And yeah, that's that's about all I have for you guys today. I'm sorry this was so uncut and just kind of sounding kind of fumbling. But there was so much information that I really couldn't wait to tell you guys that I just kind of scribbled it all, scribbled it all down and just kind of was like, eh, I think I put too much faith in myself and was thinking, I can look at this. I don't have to, I don't have to write a script or anything. Um, so that's all I have for you guys today. Again, um, I'd love to hear your opinions. Please give me any, um, hopefully nice criticisms if you have them or any ideas that you want to hear. Or if you just want to tell me an experience you've had, I would love to hear ghost stories from you guys. I am, my parents will tell you, I am obsessed with, with spooky things, even though I'm such a chicken. This year, I just recently went through a haunted house for the first time, and I was screaming the entire time and crying. <clears throat> but I do, I'm fascinated with supernatural stuff. I'm fascinated with what goes on in horror movies and what goes on in haunted houses. Never watched a horror movie, really, and never had been through a haunted house. But I love this kind of stuff, so please if you have any ghost stories tell me I would love to hear them so just input your lovely voices I'm sorry there's really no other way to do it I know some I know not everybody wants to hear their voice if you don't want to have your voice said on the on the podcast but you want to send me something just say at the end please don't publish this and I'll just I'll just take what you said and just put it on the air instead of using your actual voice so, but I would still, I just don't want it to deter you if you want to reach out to me. 
Um, I just don't have an official website yet. I'm working on it, but <laughs> I don't have anything yet. So that's the only way to contact me. So please, 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 please. I would love to hear from you guys. It makes it that much more special, that much more fun. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be thinking about um, what to do next. I wanted, I know this, these podcasts were very close together. I wanted to give you guys more since I hadn't been here for <laughs> weeks, months, years. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been. Um, but again, I'm hitting, you know, I keep hitting these little roadblocks. So this kind of just came to me since it was, you know, still spooky time when I was writing it. So if you have any other ideas, please let me know. Um, I'm going to hopefully have a guest on next time. So it will be a little more entertaining for y'all because I know it's not as always as fun to just hear somebody rattling off facts without somebody to, you know, rattle off with. So hopefully I'm hoping to have one of my friends on next next segment I'm not gonna say next week because I can't promise it'll be on next week but I'm hoping it'll be soon so again please reach out please I'd love to hear from you and I will see you guys next time I hope you had a happy Halloween and I hope you guys all stay warm out there and if you're near the fires please stay safe and that's all for now so I will see you next segment bye bye